0: Welcome to episode number 73 of the Web 2.0 show. I'm your host, Adam Stachowiak. This is Pitch the Show. It's sponsored by Grasshopper.com. If you want to learn more, go to web20show.com forward slash pitch. Enjoy the show. Adam. We're uh, we're here for the very first Pitch the Show. If you want to learn more, go to web20show.com forward slash pitch to learn more about what we're doing with Pitch the Show. But uh, I've got Jonathan K. on the line. He is the ambassador of Buzz from Grasshopper. And as you know, Grasshopper is a sponsor of the Web 2.0 show because we both align on our thoughts on entrepreneurship and helping entrepreneurs to get heard and get noticed. And that is what Pitch the Show is about. And today we have Jim Rogers from i 2 e which stands for Innovation to Enterprise. Uh, You go to i2e.org to find out more. Jim Kukrol, who uh, runs a cool website called Professor. And Yvonne Demery, which uh, runs a very cool website called Piggyback. And we're all going to talk about what their businesses are and give them some good feedback about uh, where they're going. And and, and, and that's pretty much it. So, Jonathan, let's get started with you. Give us a, a quick introduction to who you are and what you do at Grasshopper.
1: Uh, well, thanks, Adam. So, yeah, I'm the ambassador of Buzz, which uh, really is just all about getting entrepreneurs excited about what we're doing. Um, if it's in conferences or in online conversations or uh, working with media contacts to just talk to them about what we're doing. Um, I also work with our Grasshoppers Labs division, and, and we just launched a new product called Chargeify that um, just entered public beta. Um, so if you're looking for a product to help you do recurring billing, for your web 2.0 or, or your uh software as a service company uh, that might be something interesting to try out for free
0: cool and what the, what got you excited about pitching the show jonathan
1: uh well i guess in my personal experience i've had to do a lot of pitching and i've learned a lot <laughs> so uh, it was kind of a fun opportunity for me to kind of be on the other side and listen to people's pitches and uh see what people might be thinking when i've been pitching to them
0: cool and, and Jim Rogers, well, let's introduce you. Let's let's figure out who you are and what you're doing here on this podcast.
2: Thanks, Adam. Uh, well, like uh, you said, I work for a company called I2E, which stands for Innovation to Enterprise. Uh, that's big I. Uh, it should be little I, big E. Uh, the idea being that little ideas uh, can really turn into big companies. What we're charged with doing is something that's called tech commercialization. So we don't do just software. Uh, We do everything from life sciences, advanced materials, clean tech, green tech, um, all over the board. It just so happens that my personal uh, portfolio of companies that I work with is predominantly IT and software. Uh, Everything we do is based around the idea of trying to take ideas and smart people, primarily from the state of Oklahoma, and provide them resources and support, whether that be um, consulting-type resources, providing them roadmaps to, to take their idea and to move it toward a, an actual business uh, venture, whether that be financial resources in, in the form of both public and private uh, investment dollars, or whether that be human capital in terms of the partnerships that we establish, you know, both within the state and then on a regional and national basis with uh, the different partners we work with, whether it be angel investors venture capitalists uh, you know serial entrepreneurs or, or, or people like yourself you know who are just really interested in uh, supporting people who have cool ideas and the initiative to try and give it a go so uh, like you mentioned uh, we met at a, a really cool conference that we have twice a year in Oklahoma City called open beta. Um, that's where sort of the development community and the creative community kind of clash together and just to touch base to see, you know, who's working on what and what are the new ideas coming to the surface and how can we all sharpen each other's saws to make sure that we're a more productive and, and more integrated community. So we thank you for coming up and being part of that, and uh, I'm really thankful to be here with you today.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, for the listeners who are just catching up, uh, myself and Wynne Netherland, we uh, – we run two podcasts one this one here called the uh, the web 2.0 show and the other one called the change log and uh we were invited up to open beta 4 at the OKC coco to uh win did a keynote on uh tweet congress so if you go to tweetcongress.org that was something that uh win uh thought up and he gave a keynote there on on tweetcongress.org and uh i run this podcast called the web 2.0 show and i was invited to come up to be uh to be Sit next to Jim, uh, Jim Rogers, actually, to to do some judging. So we actually got to do kind of what we're doing today, which was you know talking to entrepreneurs who have cool ideas and they present their products and their ideas, and we kind of give them some good feedback, both in their pitch and the direction of their business and and all that fun stuff. But uh, cool. All right, so let's let's move on to our uh, our our two. I guess what do we call them, John? Do we do we call them winners? Do we call Jim and Yvonne winners.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. The 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 best pitches of the group.
0: Awesome. And how many pitches did we get? Around ten or so?
1: Yeah, I think just over ten.
0: Just over ten. So we had a we had a pretty good turnout and I was excited about that. But uh these are two very cool topics. One is education and one is paying your friends back. And I think this are <laughs> I mean every <laughs> topic is pretty important, but paying your friends back is, is pretty cool and, and finding unique ways to to do that so that we all get uh we all get our, our money back from our lunch bill or whatever it might be. And, uh, obviously, continuing education is always a fun thing, but, uh, Jim, let's start with you and, and then we'll follow up with Yvonne, but, uh, Jim, just give us a quick introduction on who you are and what you do. We won't go into the pictures yet, but just give us a quick uh, gist of who you are and what you do.
3: All right, well, thanks very much. I'm Jim Kukral, and uh, I've been doing the whole internet thing for about 15 years now. I got started right in the beginning. And uh, I pretty much run my own web businesses and consulting and speaking, and I write books, and... I'm um, very uh, tapped into what's happening online, specifically, I have a passion for helping businesses and brands figure out how to find success online and how to get more sales leads and publicity and teaching and, and those types of things, that's that's what really gets my
4: blood moving. Awesome. Awesome. And Yvonne, how about you? So, uh, I've been a software developer for about six years. Uh, I've worked for a couple of companies and, and always had that itch to break out and do my own thing. And I was working, uh, we went out to lunch every day and we had a spreadsheet to keep track of, uh, who was paying for lunch each day. And, uh, when we left the project, I had to sit there and balance the spreadsheet out. And uh, I, I thought there had to be a better way. So I built piggyback to sort of scratch my own itch and, uh, recently decided to just, uh, dive on it full time. And, uh, that's what brings me here now.
0: Very cool. All right. Well, I guess we're we're probably at the point where everybody who's uh, who's downloaded this podcast and is sitting there listening, thinking, "All right, let's get to it." Right? They they want to hear the ninety second pitches. They want to hear what Jim and Yvonne are all about. So, Jim, let's leave with you. Let's uh, if you're ready, give us your uh, your second best. I guess since the first one was for me and Jonathan's ears, give us your your uh, your best ninety second pitch about Professor and what uh, and what you're doing there.
3: Okay, I got ninety
0: seconds. Ninety seconds. Go. Is a, is a
3: buzzer going to go off when I hit uh, 90 seconds or anything?
0: <laughs> we'll, well, we'll wing it. Let's just, uh... <laughs> yeah, r- roughly all 90 right, seconds. All
3: right. all right, I'm ready. All right, so, you know, I've been on the Internet for a lot of years, and I believe that online learning is really going to be one of the next big things. If you look at the trends, you're going to agree with me. There's a lot of people online who want to teach other people how to do things. The problem is they don't know how to make money with it. I mean, the Internet is pretty much invented for the exchange of information, right? So today, millions of the people log on every day looking for information. They're, look, they're willing to pay good money for the knowledge that they need. That's why Google works so well. They solve problems, and they give knowledge to those that need it. They do it easy, they do it fast, and they do it reliably. So let's take a look at the online learning market right now because there's a lot of profit potential there. Um, You know, if you really look at the industry, you're going to see how online teaching has exploded into a billion-dollar business. Online universities, many of which you know, like uh, Harvard, and Yale, and the University of Phoenix, they're taking their courses online. Why? Because it's easier, it's faster, and frankly, it's better. Now, you're going to say, Jim, better? Well, let me back that up. A recent study funded by the U.S. Department of Education found that, on the whole, online learning environments actually led to higher tested performance than face-to-face learning environments. That's not me saying that. That's the US Department of Education as reported in the New York Times. It said on average, students in learning on online learning conditions perform better than those receiving face-to-face instruction. Okay. So what we have is a system called professor. And what professor does is allows anyone to instantly take the knowledge they have in their head and take it to the web and make money from it. So think about this. All of these people who have been working for years and years or maybe even a short time, to, and they're experts about whatever it could be, about putting up wallpaper, about how to install, put together IKEA furniture. Remember, everyone's good at something. Everybody knows a lot about something. So why can't you use the Internet to take that information, put it in a form that easily and instantly allows you to put it online, and sell it to somebody. That's what Professor does. Allows anyone without the ability, not having to know anything about technology, HTML, any of that stuff, to come in and put a course together, put a training session, put an academy together, and instantly make money teaching what they know. So everybody knows a lot about something. Use Professor to come in and start making money off the things you know about because that's what the internet was made for: sharing information. And Professor will help you get there.
0: All right, let's let's leave with Jim uh, Jim Roger. Let's get some feedback from Jim on on how he feels about uh, Professor. What's the sure. What comes to
2: mind, Jim? Um, well, first, uh, would you would you like me to talk about the the concept, or would you like me to talk about the pitch? Because that's really two different things.
0: Well, I think let's start with uh, let's start with the pitch first, because I think it's sure. important. I think uh, well, let's take a step back real quick. I think everybody needs to understand that. Uh, and Jonathan, this is something that we've sort of uh, wrapped up in our, in uh, in the idea of Pitch the Show is that everybody needs to pitch themselves, like e- even just ourselves as a podcaster, as an ambassador, a buzz or a VC or an idea person. Everybody pitches their idea and who they are. So it's important to understand how to pitch and how to pitch well. So let's start with that. But let's okay. also give uh, Jim some good feedback on the business and where it can go.
2: Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh- Jim, just a quick question for you: Have you actually pitched for capital or to try to get someone to use your service before? Just out of curiosity.
3: VC, uh, I pitched a couple times, but yeah, okay. I've, I've been doing this for a long time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, do you do you typically run into a problem of people believing that there's demand for online education? Uh,
3: no, I don't.
2: Okay. Well, the reason why I asked that is because you sure spent a lot of your time basically trying to validate your space to me. And quite frankly, if you would have told me that you know people go online for education, I would have taken you at your word. But yet you only had 90 seconds, and you probably burned through 45 of it trying to justify why online education was a good idea. And I, I kind of felt like you were preaching to the choir, at least with us. Um, and I'm not saying that to, to try and be mean. I'm trying to say that – Boy, you had a lot of things that you could have really shown me why you're better than you know any number of places I could go to find information. Why your solution provides better types of content or more easily accessible content, or um, it, it's a better way to make it a, a one stop shop for content than anything else. I, I I really didn't need to be convinced. So that I I think maybe. Um, you might want to re-examine some of the purpose and some of the intent behind your pitch. Um, really understand that most of the people that you're going to be making your case to are probably going to get that. You know, online education is a good idea. Does that make sense?
3: Uh, it makes sense. Although I will disagree with you. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been doing this pitch a long time, and one of the biggest things that I see uh, when going to pitch people is the education—the fact that people need to realize that this is the kind of things that happen online. The customers that I go after, people who use my software. I wasn't pitching to you, I was pitching to my customer. And they have to be educated in the fact that these things are happening online. The regular person, the blogger, the person off the street who doesn't know a thing about the internet does not know about online universities, does not know that they can do this. So I have to do a lot of education up front to back it up and say, look, People are making money online. People are uh, making billions of dollars. This is what's happening, and you need to know about it. Oh, and by the way, I have a solution for you. So I would have not done. A, I would have done a completely different pitch if it was for you, somebody who was in the know. I give you my customer pitch.
2: Okay, that's fair enough. Um, so, in essence, what your t- what your what your pitch was about was about the idea of trying to convince someone that. They should use that, that, that accessing their educational content online is, is a good idea. And if they're going to do that, the best way to do that is through your service. Correct. Okay.
3: Okay. Very salesy pitch, customer-based pitch. If I was going to pitch to a VC, I would absolutely would have you know pitched with with more stats and more numbers and things like that. If I was going to pitch to a crowd of people like you who obviously know. Internet business and everything, I would have pitched that uh, drastically
2: different, probably. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and make, make one final comment and then and pass it along. Uh, in, in terms of a pitch, um, the I, I guess that I've got two comments. Number one was it, it took me an awful long time to get to get down to exactly how your service works. Um, And and what I gleaned out of what you said was that you provide a a certain amount of templates or or, or a ready-made way for people to input their information where it can then be consumed by people in search of education. Um, I I think you'd you'd do yourself a favor if you got to that point much quicker in the pitch. Um, The second thing I I would say is that it's very important – a lot of times people are, are kind of loath to talk about price. When you don't talk about price up front, I, I think it makes people feel like you have something to hide. So I'd go ahead and put that price right out there in, in that pitch uh, and, and let them go ahead and then work on overcoming your objections. Because if you truly believe your value proposition, then – then you should you should be okay with your price. You should be able to explain that within the concept of your pitch. So I, I'd encourage you to go ahead and put a, put a number out there. You know, during the pitch.
3: Sounds good. It, that's all information that would come after the ninety seconds. But I agree with you.
0: Yeah, I guess um, you know the the pitch itself. For me, I thought that the delivery of the of the pitch was really good. I liked your um, the speed of your pitch. I liked what you had to say. I think a lot of the content. Probably on, on Jim's regard was some of it was a little off. He was listening for certain different things, but I certainly like the idea of what professor is and what you're doing there. I think that the education landscape uh, is constantly evolving. We constantly need to find new ways to seek out information. And I think that as we as individuals become more adept to what the Internet is and consume the content, we, we become more and more knowledgeable about the world that we never knew of. And somehow, some way, we all become... Uh, have the ability to begin to educate others. And and if we can take that information and easily share it, that's something that's pretty exciting to me. John, how about you?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's actually pretty interesting because I I had a pretty different reaction um, than Jim Rogers. Um, So I'm actually, uh, I I would be the type of person who does not believe in online education. Um, So when I see these commercials on TV for online colleges, I changed the channel, right? Like, I I don't believe in that. So me personally, I actually would have wanted to hear the New York Times, um, you you know, U.S. Department of Education quote in the first 15 seconds because you said that very early in your recorded pitch. And the second I heard that, you had my attention, right? Like, I didn't need to hear anything more about online education after you said that. But the fact that I heard that right away said, okay, this is my opinion, but maybe I'm wrong right like maybe there's there is like a public value in this um and and one thing that i liked um is that you kind of harped on these words of earn revenue and make money um because there's been tons of studies done um that just subconsciously when you say those words it draws my attention back into you right because like as an entrepreneur like as someone who's on the internet i want to make money and i want to earn revenue and if you're not on the internet to do that then you either have a lot of money already or or you don't know what you're doing so um I actually kind of keyed into those words.
3: Well, you know, I mean, I'm a marketer, so <laughs> you know, that, that, you, know I, I, you know, that's where I focus. And I mean, you know, in 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 the pitch that I gave you before to get on this podcast was different. You know, it was you know, I, I don't have this written down. You know, I have I have bullet points, I have notes, but I don't have a pre written pitch where I'm I'm doing that. You know, I should have one. But I've been doing this a long time, and I kind of like kind of like to go freewheeling when I do my pitches. But um, yeah, so I mean, there's certain things that I'll rework in when I do pitches. I'll take some things out. I'll see how the reaction goes. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that you don't get unless you do this over and over and over again. I mean, as somebody I've worked, I've been on literally thousands of sales calls, and, and you don't get your pitch perfect until you practice it so many times. And this is another good exercise, being on the phone and talking to people and having them give you a reaction. Next time I do it, I may completely change it. The,
1: the one interesting thing that I just thought is having listened to all the pitches, Jim, uh, you were the only one who provided what I would consider social credibility, right? Like when I hear the New York Times or the, U- the U.S. Department of Education, I think, okay, these people know more than me. I need to listen. So I, I, I just on a final note, I like that a lot. Right.
0: Uh. Before we before we move on, Jim, maybe just give us a, um, a quick stab at the URL again. That way, everybody who's listening knows how to get to uh, get to you. And if you have a Twitter account, uh, mention that as well. And if anybody, Jonathan, Jim, you have any closing comments you want me to want to put in before we move on to to Yvonne?
2: I'd like to just say that the the concept sounds intriguing, and I don't know. I, I think that. It goes back, Jim, to to you saying that really you gave more of a customer pitch. Uh, I I'm I, I personally believe that you know, and this is this is just my own philosophical stake. I think that you know you, your pitch to a customer and your pitch to an investor really really shouldn't be that different. Um, in fact, I I would argue that it needs to be the same pitch because at the end of the day, I mean, you're selling to everybody. Uh, but I, I'd say that if if you could tip your hand and give a little bit more of an idea as far as how your service actually works. I'm intrigued and I, and I want to know more, but I also know that there's other ways that I can get my content online. Once again, accepting the fact that I I do this stuff for a living. Um, I think it would be intriguing for for you to give an example. You've talked about how easy it is. I, I think it'd be interesting for you to try and give some sort of indication, some sort of steps That that literally spell out to people just how easy it is, because then you remove an objection right away. As far as why shouldn't you try it yourself?
3: That's true. That's that's fair. I mean, that's that's absolutely fair. I could work in the you know that's that's part two. I could definitely work that into the first part. I I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, I guess to put some points out there too. This is by by no means not intended to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, (laughs) Just is you know he's. Right. He's a great guy. He comes from a good space. He understands what he's talking about. And this is all just for not just your benefit to come on the show to to get uh, to get to pitch the show and to get noticed and get heard. It's also for the listeners out there because there's lots and lots of fans of the Web 2.0 show so that would love to be on the show. Um, but obviously I can only do one podcast a week and there's not uh, uh, enough time in the world. If if I did, I would podcast all the time and just do nothing but podcast. But um, it's also important uh, to, to remind you that uh, that there's people out there that want to know what you're about, but also taking the same um, to learn from this experience as well, just like you are.
3: Yeah, there, there's no feeling. To it. I mean, look, I own a website called YourPitchSucks.com. Okay, <laughs> you're writing so a book
0: on it. I'm writing a
3: book called The Ultimate Pitch. Right, so I mean, <laughs> look, I do a lot of pitching and I hear a lot of pitches, and, and that's why I wanted to be involved in the show. And look, it's all good. It, it's feedback. I mean, if anyone's listening to the show and you're and, and you're worried about what your pitch is, You've got to go out there and you've got to try it. You're never, ever going to hone it perfectly until you get criticism. And this is one of the biggest problems people have with being a marketer, being successful online. You've got to go out there and, and fail. I mean, if I was to come out here and do a horrible pitch, I would want to know it. And I would want people to tell me it's bad because there's no way I'm ever going to be successful if I can't get negative feedback or if I can't tell people to tell me how to prove it. So get over that hump. Go out there and try your pitches. Come on the show, pitch to the show, learn how to make a better pitch, and, and you're going to be better off for it at the end of the day. Believe. Absolutely.
0: And the easy way to do that is to pick up the phone and call one triple eight web two O show and pitch the show. Uh,
3: Jim- nice. That was very nice. Very nice uh, <laughs> lead and call to the action there. The one thing I will point out, and, and you asked me to give the domain again. Yeah. One thing I do want to point out at the end of my pitch. Um, I should, I did not have a good call to action at the end. I should have had a, uh, a real nice offer or something that could get you to go to the site. So I'll do that right now. If you go to professor.com slash one time offer. So it's P R F E S S O R. So professor without the O take out pro the professor, PR slash one time offer. And I got a special offer for anybody who's interested. There's my call to action that finishes my pitch. Cool. Now I'm done.
0: All right, cool. Let's. Uh, so I guess then, Avond, you've been waiting in the wings. Cool. So are you? Uh, are you geared up? Are you ready? Yeah, good to go. All right. So you got ninety seconds. It's up on the clock. Uh, let's let's hear what Piggyback is all about.
4: Okay, great. So my name is Alvanda Mary, and I'm building Piggyback, a totally free service that helps friends keep track of what they owe each other. So let's say after a night out, you're having brunch with some of your friends. You're enjoying the food and reminiscing about the previous night's festivities. So the last thing anyone there wants to do is quibble over the check. But it's inevitable, right? Every time, paying the check is a mass of credit cards and cash. Someone will come out ahead, and someone else will get shortchanged. Piggyback simplifies this entire problem by formalizing a casual credit system among you and your friends. Instead of settling up at the restaurant, one person can just pick up the tab and enter exactly what their friends owe online. Piggyback keeps track of everyone's balance so that over time, they can all even out. Their friends don't even need to sign up. It works with just their email address or Twitter handle. We want to make it as easy as possible for friends to keep track of what they owe one another. We're really excited about our latest two features that allow friends to use Twitter at replies with the hashtag piggybackit, or emails cc'd to debt@piggyback.it to record transactions. We're extending this idea to email as well. Eventually, we'd like Piggyback to be capable of tracking any type of debt, including DVDs, books, and other borrowed items. So check us out at www.piggyback.it. Thanks for listening.
0: You had 17 seconds to go. You want to use them? No, no. I'm, I'm good. That's all I need to say. <laughs> no call to action. No final – that's it? Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. We had seven seconds. So they're off the clock there. I actually had a timer on that one. So, Jim, you, you made me actually open up this application I have called, uh, called Watch It. It's for – Mac OS ten, it uh, pulls up a nice little clock, and there you go.
1: Hey Adam. Yeah. In the spirit of lessons learned, I think next episode we need to have a buzzer. I think that's a good idea, Jim. Okay. <laughs> I like that.
3: Yeah. yeah I've got a kitchen buzzer here. <laughs> there
1: you
3: go. <laughs> there
1: I like go. that.
0: <laughs> All right, this is the, you know this is uh, definitely one thing that got me excited. So just uh, I'll go real quick. I have a few quick comments, and then I'll pass it off to to Jonathan and Jim to to give their comments, but. Uh, a few episodes back at the Web2.0 show, listeners, you might have uh, remembered uh, an application online called Venmo, and they were actually just invested by VaynerMedia. So if you know VaynerMedia, you know Gary Vaynerchuk, and so that means this space is definitely something to look at. Uh, paying friends back is an important matter. It's always good to go out and have uh, have fun and stuff, but making the process simple is, is what it's really all about. So that's what got me really intrigued about Yvonne and his pitch, but... Um, I'm really curious to, to hear what Jim and Jonathan have to say. So I'll, I'll pass the buck first to, to, to I guess, Jim
2: to, to give us some, some feedback on this. Why don't we let Jonathan go first this time? Okay,
1: sure. All right, appreciate that, appreciate that. Um, so, so what I liked um, is, I mean, I, I just understand things in examples. And in the first 20 seconds of end, you gave me an example that had a good balance, right? So you didn't give me just a generic example. You gave me enough details that I could literally picture myself at a table on a Sunday morning, talking to my friends about the antics from the night before. But you didn't give me too much detail to where I lost interest in your company. So you gave me just enough detail that I could literally picture five different examples where I've been in that situation. And literally, what the interesting piece was is that when I heard that pitch, um, when you first pitched, it was at that point in the conversation, and at that point in your pitch, that I literally typed in your URL and started, and started looking at your website during the pitch, And it was one of the only pitches that I actually typed in your URL while you were talking, because that example just caught my attention. Um, So I I I really liked that piece. Um, And the last thing that I wanted to say was I really like that you took what would have been my biggest my biggest worry, and you removed that objection. So my biggest problem with services like this is, all right, like do I have to get all my friends to set up? Like one if one of my friends is just in from New York for the day, like like that's just a hassle. But it's not a hassle with piggyback, right? Like, no one has to be signed up on the site. If this is something that's important to you, you sign up on the site, and you can control it from there. Um, so I like that you gave me an immediate, relatable example, and that you immediately took away my biggest objection. Um, my only criticism would be that in the last 15 or 20 seconds of the pitch, it seemed like you, you, you lost your steam a little bit, and that you were almost... Uh, you know re- like reading something um so i would say keep up the energy that you had in the first 30 seconds all the way through because while i typed in your url right away might people people might you know be more prone to do that toward the end
4: great good feedback i um i think it's interesting that that first that opener is actually the same opener i use in the video that's on the homepage um and it that that same script is uh accompanied with uh pictures of cash and credit cards being thrown around a restaurant table so um i think that makes like a good closed loop but um yeah towards the end i definitely see what you're saying that's that's
1: good jim please take us away <laughs>
2: okay oh. um I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh uh reaffirm i thought that uh i, th- I thought that the the way the pitch was set up of uh, did some really nice things. I actually, uh, in a previous life, I did some time as a radio DJ. So I really have, um, I really have a strong appreciation for somebody who can paint pictures vocally. And I think that you really did that with your cadence. I mean, I I've seen a lot of pitches and a lot of, you know, 60 to 90 second videos. And I got you taking me down the pathway of, you know, the, you know your value proposition, who you are, what it is that you do. Giving me an example of the problem that you solve, uh, I felt like you were very clear, very concise, and, and you really hit your posts to use a radio term really, really well. I agree on the energy level thing. I, I think that's a really common mistake for all you listeners out there. That's that's a common thing that a lot of people do. It has to do with the way that you actually deliver um, speeches. It, it's very, very common. For your energy, even for your vocal tone to go ahead and drop, especially when you 're in a monologue type situation, so everybody would do well to keep that in mind, maybe even force yourself to bring your to bring your vocal tone up as you go, practice doing it in reverse, just to make sure that you keep that energy going. I thought that was a really astute observation by Jonathan um, The one thing that that I might have liked to have heard because I, I was with you all the way, and I actually thought you had a call to uh, a call to action just by telling people to check you out there on the website at the end. To me, that was enough, and I would have done that. I think it would have been interesting if uh, two things that you were probably missing. Number one is the first objection that I would have thrown up is, how the hell are you going to sort out who owes what? That, That doesn't make any sense. If you'd have given me a little hint as far as where some of that might have come from, um, maybe that would have said, you know, maybe I do need to check this out more. Uh, the second thing is if you would have given yourself a plug with that last 15 seconds that you didn't use, as far as any type of platforms that you're on uh, in terms of mobile device, that would have, that would have been a nice little hint or a nice little lead, lead in as far as just, you know, hey, we make it so easy for you that you can access us on blah, blah, blah. That that would have been a nice pick. Or even, even if you're not there yet, that, you know, soon coming to, whatever device of your choice. Uh, that, that's the only thing I could say, Ron, I was, I was really pleased with your pitch. I, I thought that you've, uh, it was obvious you spent a lot of time on it and I, I felt like it was really successful.
4: Great. Yeah. That, that's really good feedback. Like I said, um, I feel like this, this pitch sort of morphed out of, uh, a voiceover for the video. Um, and so I've been trying to do a good job of, of keeping it as cohesive as possible. Um, and, it, uh, Unlike unlike Jim's pitch, where he he sort of changes it with each iteration, Um, I've been trying to actually make it more unified um, each time I give it. So, um, to to answer your question, though, I thought the towards the end there, um, I do sort of mention the Twitter at replies and uh, the CCing of of debt via email. Um, Did you not feel like that was uh, concrete enough, or
2: given the fact that I think a lot of people tend to do the majority of their Twitter activity um, on, on a mobile device, and if you look at the problem that you're solving, uh, typically you're, you're solving a problem that's occurring away from the desktop. Uh, sure. Therefore, it, it kind of lends itself to the idea of a mobile application. Um, sure. So, so uh, maybe a tighter explanation or a tighter integration as far as how someone would actually utilize you when they're out in the wild – To me, that's it's just, and I'm being nitpicky here, so appreciate that. I don't want to, I don't want it to sound like I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of what you had to say because I am, I am intrigued. Um, Now, if I was going to put my VC hat on for a second, um, I I don't know how you're going to commercialize this because you're free. Um, uh, and that's 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 a that's a typical problem with a lot of this stuff. But it's not enough to keep me away. I mean, I, I, I'm intrigued by what you have, and I think that you've got a, you've got a strong value proposition. And um, I can see a number of different uh, a number of different ways that you guys might pursue uh, pursue uh, different strategic directions. We'll say,
4: okay yeah that 's great I think um, I think you 're kind of hitting the nail right on the head uh, the The Twitter stuff and the email stuff has sort of been a uh, a fast way for us to get support on mobile devices, uh, but we don 't have a, a a real mobile app yet and that 's on the the roadmap so I think maybe some of that uh, not being fleshed out yet is coming through at the end where it's, you know, what's a better call to action. Well, maybe downloading our iPhone app or Android app or Blackberry app, that would have been the best. But since we don't have one yet, um, you know, I, I sort of have to bank on, go to the website and I'll explain more about how you can use it there. There you go. Fair enough.
3: So, uh, everything that everybody said is, is spot on. Um, I, I was really caught up for the fact that I could tell you were reading it. Um, and I don't know if it was actually verbatim on a screen, but I could tell you we were reading it. That just comes off bad to me. Not bad, but I just think that you should do it differently. I think that you should have bullet points on the screen and practice it. And it just comes off better when it's not. I can tell. Or write it in a way that is conversational,
0: how you talk. I mean, when
3: I write out... If I, if I know I have to read something, I will actually write it the way I would talk
0: it. I have an example of actually uh, probably everybody has listened to or watched or watched this movie. Anybody seen Donnie Brasco? Sorry, it's not Donnie, Bra- Donnie Brasco. It's, it's uh, Reservoir Dogs. When he was practicing, Tim Roth was practicing this story over and over and over, and he probably said it about 50,000 times to his friend, but it just became part of his character, his personality. Is that kind of what you're trying to say, Jim?
3: Well, I I don't remember that scene specifically, but yeah, I mean, it's, it just, people can tell when it's being read and if they, they, what happens psychologically to a person is that they know they're being read to, So they start to tune out. And, and, and I just don't think it brings out your passion. I I thought that it was a great pitch. I love the pitch. Um, But I just think that your passion would come out a little bit more. I'd love to see like a high and a low. Tell a story like, I love for the beginning to be like, imagine you're all out at a dinner, you know, and close your eyes and imagine that you're at dinner with your friends and one of the, and the check comes and one of the big, you know, just kind of tell it, crescendo it up to a story and then boom, problem solved. And then my last comment is just finish strong. Um, The energy level needed to be a little bit more. Um, I do a lot of online podcasts and video and TV pitching and, there's, this, there's that little extra thing that you've got to turn on yourself two seconds before you go live, when that on-air light comes on, and you, you have to train yourself to do it. Um, and, and, and as anyone knows, who has been on radio or TV, you just got to flip that switch and give it that 10, 20, 25% more energy that you're going to give than you would normally in person. And it, it, it adds a big difference. But
0: fantastic pitch. I'm going to go to the site check it out because I think it's safe. I'm already there. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, we're about out of time for this for this show. But anyone listening, I appreciate you listening to the show, everybody who's attended and been a part of Pitch the Show, especially the Grasshopper for making this happen. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to be a part of this. Uh, Jim Roser, special thanks for you to to take time out of your day to come and be a part of this it's, I really appreciate the advice you've given back to Jim and Yvonne. I hope that they, uh, they take some of the advice that we've all given them and make their pitch better and better and better. And good, good luck to both of you guys and what you're doing. Uh, for those listeners out there to, uh, that are thinking about calling a pitch to the show, you know, we get so many emails and, and requests for people to come on the show. And that's why we actually started this thing. So all you have to do is call one triple eight web two O show and give us your best 90 second pitch about you and your business. Each month we, uh, we evaluate all the pitches that come in and then, uh, we select two pitches to come on the show, two businesses to come on the show, and, and we talk about you. So if you want to learn more, go to web20show.com forward slash pitch. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Web 2.0 Show. Be sure to check out web20show.com for links in the show notes or to leave a comment on the show. Thanks for listening.